We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Got some bad news concerning the Knicks draft and the whole 2021 season. Uh, we're going to give you our top five Knicks big board. Knicks draft big board. We're going to give you our top five. Mine and Jay Ellis. And uh, CP3's uh, stock is on the rise, Jay Ellis. So let's get right into it and kick it off. Draft news, Jay Ellis. Uh, originally, it was going to be October 15th. We're yeah. now hearing that the draft is moving to mid-November. Ouch. Mid-November. On Ouch. top of that. On top of that. The start of next season is going to be delayed from the December 1st start to potentially MLK Day, January 18th, potentially February, or could even reach March, bro. Ouch. March. March? Yeah. How long is the season going to be? 20 games? All right, listen, man. I, I don't know how. If, if we, we might run out of content, bro. We might have to do like a Sergio versus Ari karaoke battle or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. But bottom line is, is that um, they're, they're holding out hope that they're going to have fans in the seats at some point next season. And uh, because uh, things are still unclear in terms of the coronavirus Potential vaccines. Don't come at me, anti-vaxxers. I'm just reporting the the, the news. They want to see at what point can they forecast stadium revenue. That makes sense. Once they can forecast, get a, get a good forecast, a good estimate on if they can count on stadium revenue, then they'll have a better idea of um, what the overall revenue picture will look like and then a better idea of salary cap luxury tax, and so on. So this is the reason why you have the delay in the draft, free agency, and ultimately next season, bro. It's going to be a long time before we get next basketball, bro. Long time. Yeah, that makes sense because salary cap implications can also affect who's traded for who. And yes. 
it, it, it's a domino effect. It's just, just this fact in the COVID thing is a domino effect on the whole NBA. So it makes sense that we want to wait as long as they can just to see if we can get more money moving into the NBA in general. Facts. Facts, facts. Um, but on the Knicks, uh, from the Knicks standpoint, next week is training camp. Voluntary individual OTAs start next week. And then the following two weeks, they will have group activity, again, voluntary. Um, but it's going to start off as individual workouts. Everybody's got to come in and get tested. Most of the players are expected to attend. And then we'll get into uh, some group workouts uh, filling out into the, the end of the month. We'll have a combination of the main roster and um, G League. Right. G League roster. So, I mean, he's Jared Allen. He's Jared Harper. Jared Harper. I'm sorry, Jared Harper. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jared Lamar Allen, Peters. that's that's the wrong team, JL. Yeah, my we'll, bad. We'll talk, sorry, about, sorry. we'll talk about that team later. <laughs> you feel like it. <laughs> Hopefully Lamar Peters gets a shot for yeah, real. Yeah. A trial by combat. Tibbs. Exactly. First day of camp. Lamar Peters versus Jared Harper. Who wants it more? Exactly. Mano <laughs> e mano. Mano e mano. <laughs> and maybe Ignis versus Knox. Who knows? Iggy versus Knox. Um, so yeah, disappointed. You know, disappointed. Obviously, we, we've been waiting on this draft for so long. The bubble's still going on strong. At least that's kind of keeping us entertained. But mm-hmm. uh, going to be a while for Knicks basketball. But you know what? Again, with the salary cap ramifications and, and uh, all those things being unclear, again, these things still fit into the Knicks' favor as it pertains to uh, free agency pursuits, right. trade pursuits, Draft, you know, draft day trades, purchasing draft picks. You know, the Knicks as one of those teams that will still uh, be at the top or when it, in, in terms of salary cap will still benefit. So let, let's see how this whole thing shakes out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Being that we have one of the uh, most salary cap available teams in the league, we can still benefit and probably take advantage of some of these teams who are trying to dump players or get players and Maybe we can take on some players and get some picks in the process of other teams' bad cat management skill. Facts. Mm. That's a fact. So let, let's see how all of that plays out. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How's everybody feeling out there? Salute to all the mods. Dave Delano, I see you. Shout out Tony Crow Media in the building. We got the humble Memphian in the building. What's going on? He says Lamar Peters is dangerously good, quick, and can shoot. So he's on it. Zach Patton says Wooten is a beast. We got we got the G League stands in the chat tonight, JL. Oh. You know what G-League. I mean? Yeah, man. Heavy, heavy, heavy uh after Knicks basketball, man. But uh definitely good to be on and, and just chop it up for a little bit. Um, what do we want to do here? We want to get into our big board? Yeah, we can start there. We do, start do, we, do we want the chat to uh pick apart our big board here, Jails? I mean, it's going to happen. Whoever we pick is not going to be popular. I'm already. <laughs> I already see the comments on my YouTube already. Yeah. Yes, yes, Kira, you're, you, yeah. yes, you're right. Yeah. Oh, oh no, you're bugging Jay Ellis. Well, look, you... I'll, I'll say this. We have time to change it. You know, we'll, we'll do a couple of these iterations as we get closer to the draft. During this kind of extended off period, I'm going to be looking at some film. Spencer that sent me a, uh, a boatload of games, so I'm going to be watching intently. And nice. and uh, and dissecting myself. So, all right, let's kick it off, man. Let, let's hear how you, how your board um, is is constructed at this point. All right, cool. Well, 
at five for me, for me, for Jalen's. <laughs> do you, do uh, you have an honorable mention? Do I have an honorable mention? I mean, Poku has been Pokemon has creeped into the chat in my honorable mentions. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I've considered Pokemon. Okay, but you know, I I've had um, recent visions of tall, fragile. Seven footers. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid is very fragile, bro. Very exactly. Fragile. I think like his ankles and my wrist are about the same. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if that's gonna work. Yeah. That that would be my honorable mention. It would mm-hmm. be Pokemon uh Poku uh <laughs> power forward. Okay. Shooting shooting extraordinary, even though his shooting isn't all that up to par just yet, but he has a lot of potential. In the shooting for in the arena, he moves like a kind of moves like a guard. So mm-hmm. they say, um, can do things that taller players can't do. I mean, he and he, he has a lot of potential, but the word is potential. He's still young; he can develop. Yeah. Uh, but um, there's something there if you can put it all together. Okay. All right. All right. All good. All right. Let's go to number five. Uh, for number five, I do. Some people have him as number seven or eight, but I have him as my number five, which mm-hmm. is so I already know how this goes. Isaac Okoro. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I have him as my number five, all born. Um, he is a strong finisher at the rim, could handle quick first step, uh, pretty good defender all around. Um, a, a kind of utility guy, small forward, but um, he's not a shooter as of yet. I've heard from Spencer and others that, you know, his shooting is not broken. It can come around. But as of now, he only shoots 28% from three, uh, 51% from the field goal percentage from field goals. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. So um, I do like he's a good finisher and he can defend pretty well in high levels. But I I personally want a little bit more shooting and I want that security there. But um, potentially do some some good for sure. Okay. So I have man number five on my board. Got it. Okay. Okay. How about four? Number four. For number four, I have Mr. Toppin, Ovi, though. Like some people, I don't know. There's a there's a kind of a um people not sure exactly where he's going to end up. Some people mm-hmm. say he's gonna be gone way before eight. Some people feel like he'll drop to eight. It's not it's not a consensus right now. But OB, I feel like, is a guy who, um, if we do get a point guard via um, free agency, can probably impact us right away with his three-point shooting, um, with his passing. He's definitely a guy who can provide some spacing for RJ. And although he is limited defensively, you hope that pairing him next to Mitch would limit those defensive deficiencies and he'll be a good fit on the Knicks. Uh, for years to come, so uh, yeah, I'm, I like I like um, mini stat mm-hmm. three point shot. I like that. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh for number three, I feel like a lot of people's number one pick I'm going to Vassal. Okay, Vassal. You know, he's a guy who who would pretty much fit kind of seamlessly next to RJ. He's not a guy who's going to take over a game. But he can shoot the three, can do everything well, has a nice high can shot, and he might be, you know, the answer for our, our three-point shooting troubles at that uh, wing spot, and also can play defense as well. So, 
I'm making a nice complimentary piece for RJ. You can do some good. So I have him number three on my board. And yeah, I, I wouldn't be Matthews on our squad. I wouldn't yeah. be mad. I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. Okay. Ah, uh, for number two. Mm-hmm. Is the it's, it's my guy Room Room the Speed Demon, <laughs> <laughs> Kira Lewis, my Speed Demon. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, can go zero to six three in point three seconds. I don't know if that's the official stats, but I just made that up. It's fine. But he's fast and the end speed can mix up the jumper and going to the hole, even though he's not that good at going to the hole as of yet. But I just like that he can break down defenses with his speed for mm-hmm. one. Underrated passer. I know he's not labeled as like a pure point guard, but like a combo guard. But the passes I've seen him make are pretty pretty substantial, man. I have I feel like he can keep he can, he can improve that a little bit, man. So I, I feel like the passing may not be all the way done the more film he looks like i looks at i feel like he can even get better there uh he's a short guy so he's not you know going to be a world beater on on defense Mm -hmm. but he's going to give you something on the defensive end and i feel like pairing him with rj could be beneficial as well because i feel like he'd be able to at least break down some defense for us and have rj be a secondary creator and we'll be fine uh so kira number two okay board and number one, I have Killian Hayes. This is, you know, if he's available. I, I'm not sure if he will be available because we know we have Detroit picking right before us. Um, but for, for me, Killian, he can definitely hit that three off the pick and roll and open things up because as of now, um, last year, Mike Millity kind of game plan to uh, cover up the lack of shooting that our guards have. And with Killian, you won't really have to do that. I think you can... Set the pick and roll at the top of the key. He'd be able to hit that three right in the middle of the key and it'll open up everything else for us. Um, he can set up everybody pretty well. Not a good catch and shoot three point shooter, but I feel like that's going to translate eventually because he he does shoot the free throw well. And mm-hmm. listen, he can pass. He can he can control the pace. He's a, he's one of the other point guards on this in his draft that can control the pace like Lamelo can. So that is number one on my board. <clears throat> All right, good stuff. Good stuff. So you got Killian Hayes. Mm-hmm. Kyra Lewis. Yep. Third was Vassell. Mm-hmm. Fourth was uh, Okoro. Fourth is Obi. Fourth is Obi or Okoro? Obi. Obi. Fifth is Okoro. Yep. All right, all right, all right. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Rip it apart. Let me know what yes. you guys think in the chat, man. We're going to take calls after <laughs> I go as well. What do you, what are you guys thinking in the chat? All right, here's, here's where I'm going. Honorable mention... I'm going Obi. I think okay. despite the defensive shortcomings, you still have to buy the offense, um, you know, and, and, and the skill sets that he brings out there. He can stretch it. He's a guy that you can play in the pick and roll. He's a guy that you can play in the pick and pop. He mm-hmm. has some passing ability out there. Obviously, getting out there in transition, you know, off the boards, off the loose balls, whatever the case may be, he's a guy that's going to get in there and finish it. Right. Um, I think, as you said, with the defensive shortcomings, I think it's possible that maybe Mitch can kind of help, you know, cover him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe you put him at a small ball five in, in some cases. Maybe you put him at a small ball five and see how you do there. Again, looking at the bubble and looking at how these teams are are um, defending out there and the rotations, you know, take take... 
Toronto last night. I mean, you had no Ibaka, no Gasol for a good stretch of that second half last night. Um, so, you know, I say that to say a lot of these teams are going small, man. A lot of these teams are going much smaller. And maybe if you put, throw them at the, at the uh, small ball five, or if you have him out there on Mitch, maybe he doesn't kill you as right. much. Um, also, listen, the downside, 22 years old. Um, not too many guys at that age getting drafted that were high impact players. I mean, you guys, you had guys like, uh, uh, Doug McDermott. Um, I was, I was reading it on Bleacher Report, man. There were a ton of guys at like 22 or, um, older into the draft that really just didn't pan out. Right. You know, really seemed like kind of, they hit their ceiling coming into it. And so, yeah, that's a concern. There's certainly a concern, but Again, if he's there at eight, I think you have to consider it. My thing is I'm looking for shot makers, shot creators. I'm looking for shot makers, shot creators, and that's how I'm prioritizing this thing. Um, Number five, I'm going to go with Isaac Okoro. I'm going to go with Isaac Okoro at five. I think um, this kid is going to be a Swiss Army knife out there. Obviously, the high-octane motor. You love the defensive capability. You love the, the fact that he could be a guy that, that's going to give you that flexibility is a, is a premium right now. Again, look yeah. at what's going on in the bubble. Look at Toronto, how they use Siakam and Powell and Anobi and, and how the Celtics have, you know, how they utilize Tatum and they utilize um, um, Jalen Brown. You know, they, you, ha- you need flexibility on the wing, bro. You need flexibility on the wing, somebody that can guard some twos, can guard some threes, and maybe even some fours, you know, in a stretch if you're going to play small. Mm-hmm. And and this is a guy that can do it for you. As I said in previous episodes, you have guys now in your division, Katie, you have Ben Simmons for the time being, you have Tatum, you have Brown, you, right? You have Siakam, you have these guys. You're going to need somebody that can, you know, You might not get a guy that's going to be a lockdown guy, but you're going to need to defend out there on the perimeter because we got a bunch of dogs in our division. Now, the reason why I have him so far down on the list is, again, with the shooting. I know a lot of the scouts say it could be fixed, and I know a lot of the scouts say it can come around. Mm -hmm. While I do think this kid is going to be um, uh, a high floor um, prospect, I just don't like the immediate fit. Yeah, with, with with RJ out there, I just yeah. you know with RJ not you know with us not being clear on what RJ's ceiling is and what his development is going to look like. Yeah, and and Knox already bricking it up and Frank bricking it up. It's too much brick sales. I, I just yeah. see bricks yeah. everywhere. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm, I'm just a little bit leery there. But again, you know the passing pops out at you, the motor pops out at you, the defensive intensity. This kid, he's he's tailor made. Um, for the garden. So again, would I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it, but I have him lower down on my board at five. If I that makes it. sense. Yeah. All right. Um, number four, I'm going with Kyra Lewis. All right. I'm going with Kyra Lewis at four. Um, I love the speed. I love the quickness that he brings to the game. I love the fact that he he's gonna help you on and off the ball. Again, shot creators, shot makers. I love all of that about him. Um, his size, you know, is that going to be a detriment? Right. At least in the at least in the immediate term, is that going to be a detriment for him? I got to see a little bit more. His passing ability, I want to see a little bit more at the next level. But 
Again, I want shot creators. I want shot makers. And I think this kid can get the job done. But I'm going to put him at four because I want to see overall how good of a floor general he can be. What is his ceiling right. as a floor general? You know what I mean? And again, mm-hmm. from a size standpoint, is that going to hamper him at the next level? Right. Right. So I'm I'm going Kyra Lewis at number four. Number three. Here's where I'm going at number three, JLs. A guy that you did not have on your list whatsoever. Mm-hmm. A guy that I think is highly disrespected <laughs> amongst fans. <laughs> Ooh, I see where this is I'm going. I'm going with Cole Anthony at number three, <laughs> JLs. I'm going with Cole Anthony at number three. Shot maker, shot creator. I'm going to go off the fact that he had a bad season at UNC. And that he's gonna bounce back strong. He's listening to the haters, and I'm I'm going with Cole Anthony. Um, listen, over Kira. Mm. I I I'm here's here's the thing, bro. Here's mm-hmm. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm rolling the dice on upside and at eight. I don't know. Uh, no, put it this way. Put it. And this is another thing I want to say about Kira and and uh, Cole. I don't think they will reach up to get either of these guys at eight, just based on what you're researching. Right. Just based on what you're researching, I don't think they're going to reach up to get either one of them. If they trade back, though, I'm definitely looking at these two. If they trade back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I'm going with Cole. 92 percentile in isolation. This, this, you know, this kid, open the game up, man. Open the game up. This kid is going to get it done. Trust me, man. I think people are selling this kid short. He tore his meniscus last year on a shortened season, JLs. I feel you. I feel okay. I understand. I, it's the fit the fit for me is still a little funny next to RJ. No, I, well, that's why I have him third. That's why that's why I still have him third. Okay. okay. But but here's here's the things that I like about him. 92 okay. percentile in isolation. Almost six free throw attempts a game. He's gonna get to the line. Almost six boards a game. Kid gets boards, bro. He gets after it on the boards. Okay, now, here's some things that are like, eh, not so great. Highly inefficient shooting. Only 30% from beyond the arc and only 30% uh, uh, field goal shooting. Part of the the problem is, is that he's only 39% finishing at the rim. Right. He's in the 79th percentile on jump shots. (laughs) And and the reason why uh, he's shooting... 35% 35% overall, partly is because he's shooting 39% at the rim. That's terrible. Terrible. It's terrible. He's got to finish better. And he's got to uh he's got to get stronger, which he will. Which he will. Right. So um I have him at third. He's yes, he's inefficient. The 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 fit out there with RJ, if you're gonna have a high usage guy out there. Next to RJ, you're gonna want to be at least be efficient. So it's a little bit scary when you put the, if you're gonna put the two of them out there. Uh, you don't know starting off if he's gonna be uh, more of a six man off the bench, or um, you know is he is he a smaller two in a three guard lineup? Right. You know and what I mean? Now, yeah. I mean, as of now, both of them are similar combo. So say that again. As of now, Kira and Cole are both kind of seen as combo guards. Yeah. Kind of. 
But yeah, with Cole being one who's more of a scorer than the other. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that's where I'm going. So again, at not at eight. Don't get me wrong, not at eight. I'm saying if they're gonna trade back, okay, then I'll take him. Same with Kira Lewis. I don't think they're gonna take either one of these guys at eight. Right, but this is this is where I'm thinking, and I put I put Cole third, I put Kira fourth. Right, they're right there neck and neck. People in the chat killing me for this right now. You know what I'm saying? They're acting <laughs> like I put one one and one at one and one at, at honorable mention. Like, come on, people. <laughs> All right, so I'm surprised I didn't get killed as much. As yeah. I did. Now <laughs> again, um, with Cole's got to work on his defense. Definitely got to work on his passing. Still average four dimes. Definitely got to work on it. Tunnel vision and all that. Can some of that be corrected? You know, can he become more of an efficient shooter out there? Let's see. But again, as a shot creator, right? I think he'll he'll get it done. Okay, I, I think he'll get it done. Um, number two, I'm gonna go over sell. All right, gonna go over sell. I think he's the safest pick that you can get at eight if you're going there. Yeah, Toyota. Uh, yeah, safest pick, <laughs> safest pick that you can get at eight. Obviously, you love the high motor, the defensive intensity, the wingspan, the athleticism. You love it. Uh, you like the fact that he's been shooting 40% for three, not just this year, but last year as well, showing some consistency, and that he'll be able to get it done at the next level. Um, so, again, safe pick, great pairing next to RJ. I think he'll fit perfectly next to RJ. He'll mm-hmm. give you that defensive uh, uh, anchor on the perimeter, right? But a guy that you can, you can, you know, switch on the twos and threes. Again, he's going to give you that flexibility, which you also need. Yep. And so you love, you like that. And if they pick him at eight, I'm fine with it. Safe pick, go with it, and, and, and let's go there. Um, offensively, again, shot creating. Do they do they see is there more of a ceiling there for him as, as a shot creator? You know what I mean? As a playmaker. Right. That's very limited. He's very limited at Florida State in that in that regard. So You think he's I, being held back and he can do more than Well, that? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, we'll have to leave that in, in into our development team and see what they could do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Give it to the development team and see see what they could do with him. Obviously at eight though. Is that, you know what I mean? Is that too yeah. low of a ceiling at eight? Right. When Which you're looking wild. at what some of the wings in the bubble are doing that weren't, yeah. you know, such such high draft picks. That, that's why I had personally Kira. I mean, I even know he's projected, Kira's projected lower. Yeah. But I have people who can kind of create h- higher in my head. Yeah. That's, no. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. So, um, so yeah. So I'm gonna put him at at two. And one, I'm with you, bro. I'm I'm going with Killian at one. I'm going with Killian at one because I want to kick off this process of getting the next point guard in here. Right. And he seems like the most well-rounded of the group of the group in right. terms of his scoring ability, shot creation, passing ability. IQ defense. Yeah. Defense. Six foot five. You know what I mean? You love the size. Obviously, uh, what's a concern is lefty dominant. He's got to work on his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Right? 
turnover prone a little bit. I've seen some of his games at ULM, seen some of it live. I'm going to watch some more tapes. You know, kind of make some boneheaded plays sometimes in, in, in the uh, under pressure situations. But again, a guy that you can play on and off the ball. Right. And you hope that his three-point shooting improves a little a bit. Right? I think it was hovering around uh, 30%. You want to see that get up. 39%. Right. So you, so you want to see that, um, you know, see that uptick. He's got the step back game going on. Gotta lie. That's, that's the step back. The step back can open up everything else, man. And because, you know, you know, the people that are saying that he's not an athlete, that he's not the fastest. Well, like you said, if you can change the pace, if you can find those angles, this you don't have to be the fastest guy. Anybody heard of Luka Doncic? <laughs> I'm not saying he's Luka Doncic. Right, That's not right. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you have, he already has a height. If you can use your angles and you can use your, your and you can use your shooting, you can open up everything else and yeah. be fine. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's a fact. Now, um, that's the list. I got Killian, Vassell, Cole, Kira, Okoro, and Obi Toppin as the honorable mention. Go ahead. Rip it up in the chat, man. Rip yeah. it up in the chat. <laughs> you guys think Killian Hayes is next Frank? I, I put some doubt in that. No way. No, no way. way. No way. That is not the next Frank. That is not the next Frank. That's not the... No. Please. Please that is not the next Frank. But go ahead. Have your way in the chat, if you will. Let's Just get because the- he both speak French doesn't mean he's the next Frank. No. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I've actually had this conversation with, with my guy, Jake, on, on KOT. Like, he, and he was just like, no, he's not the next Frank. No, he, he's, not, he's not the next Frank, people. Stop it. Stop. All right, let's get to the phone. See what, see what the people have to say <laughs> about this. And it's James from Brooklyn. He's, he's about to rip this Cole Anthony pick. I know. James, what's going on? Man? He's listening to us. James, James, you got to turn your volume down, bro. James, turn your volume down, bro. All right, I got you. Oh, I, got back. I banged it all. Hold on, James. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> all right, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. You live, bro. Go ahead, James. All right, you can hear me? You good? Yep, loud and clear, yep. bro. Bro, go ahead, bro. All right, I think that uh, we should definitely drive for... Uh... Cole Anthony at the, at the, at the, uh, at the eight slots, and then uh, if we can't get Cole Anthony, then we should just uh, we should look at uh, the guy from uh, Vanderbilt, Naismith. Naismith, Naismith, yep. I think that uh, in this league, you need a shot like he's the best uh, shot creator on guard position. Uh, I like killing it, but like I do see, I do see a sitting. Um. Cole Anthony, I think his ceiling is way higher than what Killing and Hayes ceiling could be. Right. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely a proponent of the drafting Cole Anthony at the eighth pick. It took me a while to come around to it, but um, I watched a couple of more of his tapes, and I'm I'm definitely sold on him. And he's from New York, so he knows what this is about. He knows what it's about, Jay Ellis. He's ready for the pressure. James from Brooklyn is with me. Don't sleep on Cole Anthony, man. Too much hate on Cole Anthony. Appreciate the call, Jay. I'm throwing it out there, Jails. I, I hit the snooze button on him, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Take a chance. Roll the dice, man. If 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 we if if we strike out on the pick, guess what? You guys said 2021 is the draft. Hey, we're right back in it. Right back in the lottery. Take a chance, man. Take take a chance. 
Uh, let's go to Ice Water in Brooklyn. Ice Water, how you feeling, bro? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? What's going on, bro? How you um, feeling? All right. Um, last time I talked to you guys, I was it was draft night, and um, I was talking to y'all, and that's when uh, the eighth pick came up, and we found out the Knicks had the eighth pick. You guys cut me off, but that's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad that uh, the Knicks didn't get anywhere near the first pick so they don't get LaMelo Ball. I don't know what it is with everybody with LaMelo Ball thing. I just, I just don't get it. I don't see that guy being good in the league. And I hope that the Knicks don't try to uh, make some sort of a trade to get up there to get him. I'm, I'm not a believer in him. Um, or this kid, Killian Hayes. I don't, all of these guys is, you know, I'm with the last caller that you had. You know, there's tape on Cole Anthony. This dude was rated higher than all of these guys just a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know, why would everybody just pass on Cole Anthony? Uh and go with these unknown guys. Um, I, I just don't understand it. I, I I would really hope that the Knicks would take Cole Anthony. And if if, if, if anything, if they don't take Cole Anthony, take uh, uh, Kyra Lewis Jr. Uh, but not Killian Hayes, not this kid Halliburton, and definitely not Lamelo Ball. I just <laughs> don't understand what the fascination with Lamelo Ball is. Right. Uh, maybe you guys can explain it to me because I I just don't see it. Yeah. You guys play it every. He he played it. At, what competition has he played against? I, I just don't understand where you guys see this 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 great player in Lamelo Ball. He plays against weak competition every chance he gets. His father puts him in a position to play against weak competition. You never see him against anybody with any skill. I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, they're going, they're going for upside, man. Appreciate the call, bro. Appreciate the call. They're going for upside, JLs. Yeah, they're going for upside. And and they're looking at his passing ability just on tape. Just looks better Facts. than everybody else's by, like, a long shot. Facts. His passing, his passing ability and his ball handling skills are better than everybody else in the draft by a long shot. And that's his, what his vision is sick. Yeah. Like his, his, his vision is sick, bro. Yeah. And and for a team who's been lacking a point guard for all these years, that's why everyone's salivating over it. Because Nick, you know, Knicks haven't had a playmaker point guard in a very long time. You know, we've had Jason Kidd for a stint. Felton had his moments with stop, but we haven't had like a, a pure point guard playmaker for a long time. And that's why Everybody is salivating, was salivating over LaMelo, but I, I don't think that's going to happen for us. Yeah. Listen, they, they're going for upside, man. And and yes, there's a lot of hype baked into LaMelo. Let's just be real. There's a lot of hype. Right. He, he He's become a, uh, a a superstar. You know, the kids, the overtime kids, they love him. Mm-hmm. Got a million so followers on Instagram, JLs. He's killing it. He's, he's a star already. Um, you know, what I like about what LaVar did is He's always been the youngest in every league he's gone to, man. He's always stretching where he goes, you know, wherever he goes. You, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, MBL yeah. may not be the greatest competition, but he's not he's not faltering by any means. He's he's beasting. He's playing yeah. well. The shooting is not there yet, of course. And I think, yes, he still has some development um, to go. 
But at six foot seven with a vision like that, JLs, you roll in a draft class that that's right. not as as uh, highly touted as previous. You 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 take them based on the upside. Absolutely. But yeah. I don't. I don't. We're not going to get them. I don't, and I don't think they're going to trade up for me either. Exactly. I don't think it's, it's it's too steep at eight from eight yeah. to one two three. That's just too much. Yeah. I don't yeah. see that either. And what else? Icewater said he said uh, he'd rather Cole or Kira over Killian Hayes. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what it is too. It's like the he 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 says they're unknown, but is it unknown or unknown to you? Like, there's a difference. Yeah, I think, you I don't, think there's a difference. I think there's a like, difference. Just because you don't know, don't mean yeah. other people don't know him. Like for, people, right. Yeah, go ahead. And no, well, I'm just saying, for example, you know, Jason Filippi, the international scout that's been on this show. Um, you know, this is this is what he does. He watches these guys. Um, this is who he scouts. He doesn't scout NCAA plays. He's scouting Killian Hayes from Germany to France to wherever he's at. He's scouting LaMelo, he's scouting Danny Abdia, so on and so forth. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, they can't come here and compete. You just gotta watch some of those games <laughs> when they come on and see how they <laughs> exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah, it is hard to gauge because you don't. You, it's hard to to you know evaluate the talent that's around them and the talent that he's playing against. Right. But again, you're going off a of profile. You're going off of skill sets and ability, and you're gonna see if if you can take that kid and based on his profile, develop him into your system at the NBA level. Exactly, and and, and similar to like Lamelo. He's a kid who's who's competing with grown men as well, so it's the same scenario. <laughs> right, that, that that's a fact. So, um, you know, again, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. So, to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's. Um, we got seven seventy four checking in on Knicks Fan TV. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, if you guys are new in the chat. Leave a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. So to my guy CK2K in the chat, I see you out there. New yep. father, father number two. Salute hey. to CK2K um, at the crib out, out there in the West Coast. So salute to CK. Remember, these shows are available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, uh, iHeartRadio, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So you don't have an excuse to miss the show. Please remember to subscribe to the channel. Subscribing is free. And uh, share these videos. Share these videos with a Knicks fan, basketball fan, whoever it may be. And let them know that this is number one show for the fans, by the fans. Uh, who you want to shout out, Jails? Oh, yo, shout out to um, Adele Chapman, Arlen Lewis, uh, Julian Trent. Oh, shout out to Gregor Castelio. Shout out to you, a guy. Um, Craig Williams, I seen you early in the chat. Yeah. Job yeah. 354. And everybody else is representing KOT and KFP. No doubt, man. I want to shout out um, Josh Santana. He's team hashtag new. We got Captain and Coke 70 team hashtag new. Putting his drink of choice. Putting his name on it. Okay. Um, Shout out K Votesoft. Votesoft. Team hashtag new. Ed Santana, you're you, you a repeat member, man. You're OG. He says he's team hashtag new, but we, we see Ed Santana in here all the time. Shout out Legal Center in here. Also... And, uh, yeah, man, continue to support these shows. Jamon Pascal, okay. what's going on? He says, uh, Knicks podcast shows are better than the Knicks. You're damn right, buddy. You're damn right. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> you can be on par, man, one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no basketball for the next few months, man. We all we got, all right. man. So continue to support, and uh, we'll continue to bang out some content. All right, Taylor. Hold on a second. Let me yeah, give you some hashtag news. Shout out yeah. to Chico Fernandez, hashtag new. I see you, boy. Chico. 
Yeah, man. And Theo Flat, shout out to you. Hashtag new. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, let's go to my main man, Max from the Bronx in the building. Max, how you feeling? DPJ Ellis, good. How you going feeling, on, bro? Man. What are you doing? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. So I wanted to comment on your top five draft board list. So my thing is this, right? Like, I keep looking at Kira, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is he lower than all the point guards? Like, something's up. Like, what is it? Is it his size? Because by nature, right, by you look at him, he shoots the three well. He's super fast. Exactly. He plays okay defense, like decent defense enough. Why do you think he's rated less than the other point guards? Isn't that like a sign for you? Isn't that weird for you? And, I, and another one, too, is Obi. When, when did we become Obi haters? Obi's like Omari Stoudemire on offense, basically. Because the same, whatever Omari Stoudemire used to do, he does the same exact thing. But he shoots way better. He actually right. shoots three way better. So, so I'm, like, confused about all this. Now, now Cole Anthony, I kind of understand. But he had a really bad team around him. Like, his team sucked. So it's like if you put him in an uh, open space and with like shooters around him, he was gonna be better. So I'm not sure. Like I think the person we're not looking at for some strange reason is um, Tyrese Maxi is his name. Maxi, yeah, because he got right. finished at the rim better than everybody. And and you know Kentucky players aside from Knox, they're always better in the NBA. So I don't you know. I think that's somebody we should focus on too, because he he gets to the rim, and you know he plays with like a, a like a lot of flair, and stuff like that. So what do you guys think of that uh, Tyrese Maxey? Yeah, I like Maxey. I, I like Maxey's game, man. He's he's a gamer. He's an absolute gamer. Again, he's one of those guys that I feel like the stats don't tell the full picture of, yeah. of what he can be. You know what I'm saying? Because from some of the games I seen, the kid the kid can play, bro. The kid yeah. can, can absolutely play. And um, like I say, you just like his moxie, man. You, you like his moxie. I remember that game in at the Garden. I think they were playing Michigan State. And, bro, he's just he's not afraid to let it fly. And he had to compete for touches out there. You know, he had Quickly out there. He had um, Hagens out there. So he, he had to compete for touches out there. But I think Maxie's going to be a scrapper. I think he'll be... Uh, a, a Dollar Tree Mitchell. He's he's not gonna have the athleticism and the burst that the Spider had, but mm-hmm. I think at his size, I think he he's gonna have that competitive flow. He's got that bounce, and I think he's gonna be capable of scoring um, on all three levels. I think he's gonna be capable of scoring on all three levels. I just think he he's not gonna have that explosiveness that the Spider has. Yeah, I also heard he's like a really good high character guy, like a guy who's um. People are really gonna love in the locker room just because it kind of has an infectious yeah. character. And I, um, I mean, yeah. don't don't be surprised if if they bring him in, man. Because like I said, I you know, be. based on um how this draft is gonna go and with the limitations that they have, again, they're gonna be relying on a lot of intel from their relationships they have, um, from Kenny Payne. You mm-hmm. know, Kenny Payne obviously knows him well, speaks very highly of him. So, you know, the CAA guys, they're going to be getting intel from the CAA agents as well. So that could bode well for Vassell. That could bode well for OB as well. Right. So and I think that's definitely possible. Go ahead, bro. 
and also for the people who are concerned about the shooting, what I, what I've heard from um a, a draft scout was that uh she can she was saying he can shoot, but he just it's his shot selection is why his his numbers are so bad, mm-hmm. and he feels like that can be improved. But like the shot is of course, broken. shot selection mm-hmm. can definitely be improved. Shot selection can definitely be improved. I'm not worried about that. I think, again, I think the knock on Cole was he had a bad year. He had yeah. a bad year. He was injured. And I think people are down on him. Obi, I think they're down on the fact that he was uh, his defense. Mm-hmm. I'm, trying, I'm looking through Bleacher Report for this uh, write-up on Obi. But um, I think people are down on his defensive capability and the fact that he's 22. I think people have that ageism in them that they're not too sure on. Here it is. Uh, 22-year-olds going into the draft. You had Cam Johnson, who came into his own. uh, Chris Dunn. Buddy Heald, who uh, our next caller wants to talk about. Torian Prince. Denzel Valentine. Frank Kaminsky. Doug McDermott. Kelly Olenek, Jimmy Fredette, Wesley <laughs> Johnson, Ekpe Udo, ashamed to beat the number two pick. I saw him at the Basketball Hall of Fame, like man, like when, when he was being drafted. Uh, Tyler Hansborough, out. Brandon right. Rush. Those were the guys. Recent draft picks, twenty-two years old, going into it. Right, right. And and some on Kira Lewis too, like you're right, man. I've I've heard I was talking to somebody in December and he was saying he felt like Kira Lewis was a top ten pick in December and he couldn't understand why he wasn't a top ten pick either. The only thing he can really come up with was like his games weren't as big on on television and as televised as everybody else's. But um he feels like he's a guy who who projects to probably be mid teens. Yeah, or, yeah. or 20, but that he actually has top 10 talent. Mm. I have I have no idea why, why Kira's that low. I've I've been wondering this. I've been asking the scouts yeah. this. I have no That's idea. That's what I've been told. That's what I've been told, TP. Yeah, I, I have no idea. And again, we don't know what the Knicks board looks like. Right. Right? The Knicks board could have Kira Lewis as the number one point guard on, on, the, on their charts. Who knows? Actually, I just read from Macri's newsletter that mm-hmm. they're they're looking more into Kira. Interesting. So okay, that made me happy. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. There, there we go. But he, his news also said that they're not jammed into point guard at eight. Right. Right. He, he, said, he, well. he said they're they're not locked in a point guard at eight. Right. I think they read as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, guys, laughing in the chat saying these twenty-two year olds don't have the biggest track record. Yeah, I mean, you know, I try not to get caught up on the age thing. If you can ball out, you can ball out. You know, D-Wade came into the draft at 24. Or 20-something, mm-hmm. you know, I think he came into the draft at 24. I'm almost positive. He, he was an old he was an old pick. Um, but again, you know, those, those come dime a dozen. So, yeah, there, there, there's that. In- interesting. But, you know, like I said, if, if Obi's there at 8, I, I, could, I could see that um, happening. All right, let's go to uh, Josh from San Diego. What's up, bro? Hey, Ellis, CP, what's going on, folks? How y'all doing tonight? How you feeling, bro? Right. What's going on? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, So, uh, first thing on, on the draft, I just want to say, I mean, I'm all for the uh, the older 
you know, uh, senior, junior guys coming out of college because uh, I think those guys can play right away. Um, and I think they can uh, make a contribution to the, ro- the roster early, early on in their careers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I like, I like Obi Toppin personally. That's the person I would go with at eight if he, if he falls um, down to eight. Um, but what I really wanted to call about was, uh, you know, the, the Knicks, they have a lot of draft picks. They have a lot of assets. Um, and I feel like they are going to be aggressive on either on draft night or during this offseason. Um, some of the names that I've been reading about and hearing about is Buddy Hills, um, Devin, I mean, not Devin Booker, uh, with Kelly Uber, Uber, you know, two guys who play in uh, smaller markets and their, their organizations might be wanting to cut salary um, just yeah. to get rid of those contracts and, and get those off the books. So if, if the, it came up, you know, in a, a scenario where we can acquire one of those guys or even a Chris Paul or any, you know, some of the other veterans that are out there, I want to know what you guys feel about what, what, could be, what, what you would be willing to give up to get one of those guys to come play with us because I feel like along with the 12 draft picks that we have, we're going to need a veteran on this roster to also, you know, help develop the younger players. So what would you, you guys be willing to give up Yeah. Um, as far as our young assets, whether it be draft picks or some of the younger guys to get one of those guys to come in. Oubre only has uh, one. How many years left does he have in his deal? One or two? Uh, uh, two. He's got two years left. Okay. Two years left, 35%. And Buddy Hill, I think he just extended a yeah, year. Right? Yeah, I'm not trading for Buddy Hill. That's too but much those money. guys can contribute right away. Yeah, I hear you, man. I I hear you, bro. But buddy, that's too much money, Buddy Hill, for a one-dimensional play, bro. I'm I'm I don't know what okay. I trade for Buddy Hill. I'm I'm not trading anything significant for him. Yeah, like I yo I actually yeah, it's the price point for me. It's really the price point because he is one of the best shooters in the NBA. But it's concerning that even with that, he was demoted <laughs> in Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> for about and it, it seemed like it didn't work and you're just like why why didn't it work there so that's such a high risk high reward move that uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if I would make that. They get demoted on the Kings. They stink. Yeah, Uber thing though is intriguing. Yeah, I, I will say yeah. That. I would thing. I would say that the Uber thing is is definitely a bit more intriguing. I think Macri's trade scenario was a swap, right? Eight for where the Suns ten. Swap eight to ten, um, and maybe twenty-seven for Ubre. Hmm. I gotta check. I gotta check. I, I don't have it handy. Um, I didn't know he, he wanted to touch on the the uh, <clears throat> the Ubre trade. So we give them the eighth pick. They give us the tenth pick. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta look it up. And then we give them the twenty-seventh pick, and then we take Ubre. Yeah, I got. I gotta look up that trade. Um. Hang tight. When, when we get to the next call, I'll, I'll look it up. But healed, I would, I would, uh, I would pass on healed. What do you guys think in the chat, buddy? Healed. What do you guys think? Let us know. Corrections, yeah. Was D Wade was twenty one, so I was off by three years. All right, but okay. what I mean is he was he was an old uh, he was an old pick, turned into a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'm not mad at that Ubre trade, depending on who's available at eight. Depending yeah. on who's depending on who's available at eight, I, I, I might do. This was his um, <clears throat> trade for Ubre. Eighth pick and Reggie Bullock for the tenth pick and Kelly Ubre. I would do that. Yeah, 
I would do that. Depending Again, on, if they're looking at who's available, depending on who they want. If they want, yeah. uh, I you know, if they want to go Kyra Cole, obviously that would make sense. You're not going to go right. in the wing if you're going to bring Ubre in here. Right. Exactly. Like if Killian's available, I'm not doing it. If he's not, yeah, I would do it and then uh, get Kyra or something later. Yeah. Since you have your already, you have your young wing there. Yeah. Decent shooter, thirty five percent from the field, puts up five threes a ten, five threes a game. Not bad. Not bad. I would, I would like a better shooter at two, but not bad. It's like average. Yeah. And he's young. Not, <laughs> not, not bad at all. Um, now he mentioned CP three, and that's been a, a hot topic of conversation, JLS. Uh, the 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 uh, Thunder are now out. Billy Donovan is now out. And from what Woj is saying, it looks like, you know, based on, um, again, unknown, um, you know, outlooks for the next season, teams are a bit concerned about spending um, on talent, you know, next season. So, again, CP3 could shake loose. Danilo could shake loose. Mm-hmm. Now... With the Bucks also being eliminated, the price went up. The price is going up. Oh, yeah. So, I think it comes down between a, a bidding war between the Bucks and the Sixers, the, te- the two teams that need him the most. Yeah. I'm out. I'm definitely out. <laughs> I am out. I'm out. Sure. I'm out. Shark we Tank, wanna- baby. We out of here. We out. You want to pick? Oh, I'm out. No, no, no. You know, go my, to, my, my, go to my, Damon. <laughs> my trade for CP3 was never going to be by any means necessary. Um, I think there's a lot of pros to getting him. Just look at what he did to this Thunder team. He transformed the whole team. Absolutely. This is what you want. You want a guy that's going to develop your whole team. You want a guy that's going to develop RJ, develop Mitch, and so on. Develop Kev, all of them. Look at what he did mm-hmm. to this team. This team was a lottery team with Adam JLs. Yeah. He took this team to game seven against the Rockets. Exactly. Exactly. He definitely proved his worth. And too bad for us because now he's not worth it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad for us because the price went up. I think the Knicks, I think the Bucs need him. The Bucs need him in the worst way. Um, Sixers too, Jesus. Yeah, Sixers need him in the worst way. The Bucks need a guy that that can that can uh, get his own shot going, get the team going, take some pressure off the freak. I knew the Middleton contract was going to come back to bite him. It was a necessary evil, something that they had to do. They had to reward him for his hard work in the grind and and rising up to near all star levels. But he's not a legitimate second option. I think he's more of a two and a half to a three option. I don't really see the freak as the number one option. Some people might kill it, me in the chat. It. I mean, you can't listen, shoot. Listen, you can't be option number one option. If you can't shoot. You can't that's, shoot. Just, just you which know, means you need a real number one option in there. Yeah, like he's he's the best one B ever. Yeah, <laughs> and and so they're stuck. I think they're stuck. Yep. And, uh, you know, from a draft perspective, I think they're stuck. And so I think the CP3 trade is probably the the last hope in terms of trying to put a contender around the freak. Because I don't know what other moves they can make. Can they go get Bradley Beal? You know, what type of assets do they have to, to for the Wizards? I don't think they have what the Wizards are looking for to get Beal. And could they even afford him? 
by the time they max out the freak next year. Exactly. You know, they need, I feel like they might need a point guard. Actually, they might be looking like us. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. who I forgot who did they sign? Who did they sign from Phoenix that they they overpaid for? Who's not really doing much right now? I'm just forget, I forget um, pa, 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 from Phoenix, from Phoenix, from Phoenix. He used to play for Phoenix. Um, somebody in chat help me. Not Bledsoe, right? Bledsoe, yeah, Bledsoe, but yeah, Bledsoe. Bledsoe's done done his days, man. Even even back when they wanted Bledsoe for Frank, I'm sorry for the Frank haters out there. I wasn't trying to take that trade. <laughs> Forget Bledsoe, man. He's done his days, man. He's old. He's done. Exactly, exactly. They, they kind of gave him a little bit too much of the bag, and now they stuck with him too. Yeah, they're stuck. Yeah. They're stuck. Good team. It's good team. You know, but this is, again, it's very difficult to build a championship team in this league, man. Some teams, you know, have that luxury where they can get a game change, a LeBron, a, a, a Kawhi, and, and build around it and, and be right there in the thick. And then other teams... You reach a plateau. Yeah, that's the that's the weird thing about being good, but trying to keep your team together. Like you get this, you get in this risky situation where you can overpay for okay players, and then you're stuck in the middle for stuck. five years. You're stuck. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think it's gonna be a bidding war uh, between the Bucks and the Sixers for CP3, and and that's about it, man. You know, yep. no, no, thank you. So, I, yeah. but again, for the Knicks, you know, you still have options. You have, do you want to go get Van Fleet? You want to go get Van Fleet? I don't think he's a lock for Toronto. We'll see. Um, you have the draft. Do, is the Conley trade on the table? Do you go get Conley as a stopgap? I like, I like the Conley. You have the draft. I think Drogic has now gotten out of your price range. I think he he'll probably end up staying with mine. But you never know with Riley. Actually, you never know with Riley. Yeah, I mean, for me, Drogic, uh listen, Miami is chasing too. Yes. So, so uh, the same situation with Toronto can happen with Miami, where they might they want to go after Giannis, and Drogic, he's uh, he might want more of a one year deal. Who knows? Or maybe he'll take the team discount if he wants to. But yeah. at this point, it's it's all it's all what he thinks. Yeah. I don't know what he's thinking. One thing about Riley and Ujiri, they are loyal to nothing but championships. Exactly. They want to win. And, and, and they're not just going to keep a team together just to make the fans happy or just to make the players happy. Riley's ready to, he's ready to wheel and deal. He probably already told the freak, made the freaking offer. He probably, oh, yeah. <laughs> or the Bucks. He probably already made the Bucks a trade offer for the freak in the bubble mm-hmm. while they were playing. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed it. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll pay that fine. <laughs> Riles rebuilt the Heat four times since he left the Knicks, bro. <laughs> CP, CP, CP. If you want a little reality, if you want a little dose of reality, people, we're still trying to get the number eight pick right. Yeah, Riley's man. like, oh, 13, 12, oh, Duncan Robinson, oh, bring him aboard. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn, okay. Hero, 14, all right. Oh, man. What a development staff will do. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> this guy built the heat four times over, J. Ellis. We have him here. <laughs> four times over. All we, we had, had to do was here. drop the keys in his hand. He had him here. What, ha- what happened again? I don't know. Oh, man, Never mind. Man. I don't, I don't want to rehash. Um, let's go to Puerto Rico, J. Ellis. Let's see it from my guy, Antonio. What's going on, man? 
Ok, boy, quoi? Hey, what's up? What's up, CP? What's up, CS? What's good, bro? What's going on, man? Always enjoy your program. Yes, sir. I'm, yes, sir. I'm, I'm talking about the draft. I, I, I think that um, um, Albie is pretty good. So far, in number eight. I understand people compare him to Stoudemire, but he's, he's still young. When Stoudemire was the son, who was the son, he was, a, he was a superstar. So, man, I won't mind that guy, you know? Killian Hayes, also as a point guard, would do good. But please, please, let's not, let's not trade for Chris Paul. I love Chris Paul. He's a Hall of Famer. But he's 35. He's going to be 36 in May. I, I've been watching the Knicks since 1978. I remember when the Knicks had um, Maurice, when they had uh, Ross Strickland. It was Mark Jackson. Ross Strickland. They traded Ross Strickland, which was, was a, a great point guard, for Maurice Cheeks. I'm tired of the Knicks always trading for over-the-hill point guard. I know Chris <laughs> Paul still has two or three more years left, but we got to think about the future, you know? And um, it's like we Brian Davis, Doc Rivers, Ron, um, Derek Hopper, you know, Ron Hopper, uh, I'm sorry, Derek Hopper mm-hmm. from the Dallas. You know, we always get these point guards over the hills. We have to have patience, my friend. We have to have patience, you know? And, um, you know, that's how it is. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I, that's what I think. I think we should have patience and we should, we have to tell you, Cats, we could play with other teams. Maybe uh, Golden State wants to get rid of uh, uh, Wiggins. Maybe uh, we could grab a couple of draft picks from Golden State. They would you know, yeah. maybe because oh, Wiggins is ahead. maybe we could we could eat that contract, and but we could also get, get uh, draft picks. So let's not get desperate. You know, that's just. Uh, I mean, I've been waiting so much years for the Knicks to bring a championship. So let's. I mean, a couple more years. What, what the heck? Yeah, get desperate, <laughs> appreciate, so appreciate it, Antonio. He's an OT, Jalis. He's an OT. He said, "What's a couple more years? I can wait. Be patient." Oh man, it's only been what <laughs> since '73. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know, it, it's not saying the point guard a bust thing, but like I said, I still think just like a QB in, in the NFL, you got to get the process going at some point, JLs. You can't yeah. just rely on the fact that you'll pick up a Drogic or you'll pick up a, a Patrick Beverly or you pick up a, this guy and your team is still going to be clicking on all cylinders. I you, feel you. you like at I mean? some point, we have to pick up a point guard that's going to be able to do something. Something. <laughs> something. And, and bring some consistency and longevity. No more patchwork. No more... You know, yes, the stopgaps are okay if you have a plan for your future. Right. Stopgaps are okay if you're grooming somebody. That's it. Mm. That's a fact, man. Um, Let's hear from our guy, Jay Ellis. Jake from Florida in the building. Jay, what's going on? Talk to us. Yo, what's good, fellas? CTJ, what's good? Jay, Jay, we got 800 plus people on YouTube, man. Let them know what they got to do, man. Let them know what they got to do, bro. Run it up. Subscribe button, hit the like button, run it up, run it up now. I need y'all to run it up. <laughs> hit that thumbs Listen, up button for you boys. Did y'all see Halliburton shooting on Twitter today, bro? <laughs> yeah. Did you see the, the set, the nasty Rick Barry <laughs> underhand set, nasty <laughs> trash shots that he's shooting on Twitter, bro? Ninety oh percent catch and shoot. 90%. Oh my god, I did see. Terrible, bro. I did see it, bro. It was not good. Terrible, bro. It was not good. CP. I want to welcome you to the to the Chucker. I, I see that you promote the Chucker Cole. Ah. You gotta give to, you gotta give. Chuck, Cole was out of Harlem with the kids giving away book bags and Air Force Ones, bro. You know what I'm saying he want he wants New York. He's from New York. Stop drafting these kids from from. I live in Tampa. Stop drafting Knox from Tampa and all these kids that don't understand New York. Cole understands New York. He he's from there. 
let him come run the ball, let him come run with Arjun and, and bring back some respectability. If it ain't cold, don't sleep on, on them training with the Warriors, right? Steve Kerr looked like he would like Frank. He would, he looked like he would like Mitch for a couple picks. You never know. That LaMelo deal might be still on the board. And if it's not that, I'm going with Okoro. Look at the tape. Finishing strong, could dunk, could shoot a lead. I mean, the shot is trash, but he could dunk. He's fast. He played great defense. You need wings. Look what OG doing in Toronto and Jalen and Tatum. You need a lot of wings in today's NBA. Him and RJ might be the wings for the next 15 years, right? That's what I'm saying, man. Pick Cole, trade for LaMelo, pick Okoro. Get somebody that got a little, a little, you know what I'm saying, like a little toughness to them, bro. No yeah. more knocks, no more soft Frank, none, none of that. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> oh, last question. Last question, right? A lot of people on Twitter have been like, oh, you know, Michael Porter Jr. said last night, oh, they should have passed me the ball. You know, you got to <laughs> mix it up. Listen, bro, if he was on the Knicks, we wouldn't care what he say, right? There's governors out there saying all kind of crazy stuff, bro. As long as he's putting the ball in the basket, <laughs> I wouldn't care what the kid say, bro. If he's nice, he's nice. That's how I see it. He got some nerve because he can't play defense, but the kid can score the basket. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Appreciate the call, Jay. Appreciate oh, the call, man. man. Uh, yeah, I, listen, you know, MPJ, you know, he, he's he's suffering from, uh, you know, juvenile syndrome. He's young, man. He's young. I'm not, you can't blame him for all this. He's learning. He's learning. Yeah, I personally I personally don't even care that he's – I mean, I know, I know, like, it, I personally don't care, man. To me, that's almost – I almost kind of like it. In a weird way, yeah, you know, among the among the the fraternity, among the players, I guess he broke the code or whatever. I don't, right. care. I don't really care. It is what it is, you know. Yeah, I, I like a, somebody. Young dude. I like somebody with the confidence at least to say, "Yo, I can make that shot." Like, yeah, at least I know that he got some, you know. Yeah, I I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, Halliburton, the Halliburton workout tape cake got got around the, the net today. And people yeah, are killing man. the shot, man. You have people talking about he looks like a player from the 50s and all this nonsense. Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome to Team Chuck, yeah. CP. Listen, I, again, um, it's, I, I don't want people to think that this kid's going to be a bad player. I don't think he's going to be a bad You can't be a bad player shooting 40% from three and, and being able to play defense. You know what I'm saying? That's a high floor right there, period, at the NBA level. Is he going to be a point guard for a team? Probably not. You know, I think fit is going to be crucial for, for Halliburton. You Absolutely. know what I mean? I think fit is going to be crucial. If he comes here, may not be the greatest situation. He's not going to be a bum. Nah, he's not going to be a bum. He's not going to be a bum, but it just may not be the best situation. Golden State would be great for him. You yeah. know, a team with a, already with an established point guard would be great for him. Mm-hmm. He could just, you know, fit into a system, yeah. shoot his set shots, set people up, keep it moving. I like him on Atlanta. Oh, yeah, he'll be nice on Atlanta. I like him with Trey in the backcourt. That would be a nice backcourt yeah. for Atlanta. I like him on Atlanta. I like him on Golden State. I like him on. I'm just thinking of some other teams. Um, Phoenix, eh, Phoenix, mm. not quite. But those yeah. two teams in particular, I like him on Atlanta. I like him on Golden State. Um, speaking of Golden State, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily count out the Lamelo deal if he falls to like four. If he falls to the Bulls, how much would I that guess. cost? I'd be surprised as hell. I would be surprised if they try to make a deal with Golden State, and I'd be surprised if Golden State took off scraps. I'd be surprised if they fell to the Bulls and the Bulls traded him to us. I'd be surprised at that. Yeah, I would be surprised at that too. I think the Bulls would take him. 
And yeah, it's not like the Bulls don't need a point guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the Bulls would take him. Hell yeah. And not look back. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, you know, Hal Burton will be an intriguing prospect. Hal Burton will definitely be an in- intriguing prospect. Um, what else? A salute to uh Jay from from Florida. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. That's what Jay was saying, man. We almost we're basically at a thousand right now, JLs. Sheesh. We're at a thousand on a Thursday night. Talking Knicks who haven't played since March. That's love. That's love. <laughs> uh, you know, we appreciate we appreciate it. So salute to everybody watching on YouTube, Knicks Fan TV, Nick of Time Show. Hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. Salute to everybody yeah. watching on Facebook. We never forget about our people on Facebook, always supporting us. Salute to everybody that came here from Instagram, from Twitter, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, definitely got to run through the super chats. But um, another topic, Jay Ellis, that, that we didn't touch on, I didn't really want to touch on, but let's touch on it. All right. This guy, Katie. Who? Talking spicy again. About the orange and blue. So he was on the JJ Reddick podcast. It was announced yesterday. So you already, you were waiting for the Knicks sound bites. And, yep. um... He had quite a bit to say about the Knicks, but namely he said on, on signing with the Knicks last summer, he said, um, I didn't want to be the savior of, of the Knicks or New York. I didn't care about being the king of New York. He didn't care about Madison Square Mecca, the spotlight, and, and basically felt like Brooklyn was a, a more low-key option for him where they just focus on basketball. What did you think about that? I think it's all cat, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I feel like if he didn't care about the spotlight and be the guy, he wouldn't have been in. Uh, he would still be in Golden State, personally. But that's just me. Um, and I'm just like, why are we still talking? <laughs> like, what? Well, you know, what? I, you know, a lot of people just say like, why are we talking about it? I think you know, it wasn't it wasn't the fans' intention to talk about it, but obviously, with that being a topic, um, with JJ Redick on his podcast, the news was going to travel pretty fast. Yeah, of course. Of course. And it's like, if that is the case, where he didn't want to be the man in New York, then then he will, too, well, great for us, because we need somebody with more cojones than that. Yeah. We need somebody who wants to be the man. But I don't really, I don't really take that all too seriously anyway. I don't think that's the complete truth. Yeah, I, anyway. I don't, I'm not sure. Mm. He says, Brooklyn was everything I'm about. Chill, on the low, all black. We quiet. We just focus on basketball. There's no show when you come to our games. There's no Madison Square Mecca and all that ish. That's cap. It's all cap. That's cap. <laughs> it's it's, all it's, cap. That's what the young guys say these days, right? That's cap. That's exactly. That's cap, I, exactly. It's cap. It's cap. It's but cap. you know what? Care. You know what? I give him credit because he basically said what everybody thought, man. These guys didn't want the pressure, bro. And he said it in, I don't know how many words these are, but he basically said it, the P word, in all these words. Pressure. Yep. Pressure Mm -hmm. of coming to the Knicks and being the guy. Yep. It's the heaviest jersey in the league to wear. Definitely. So, some people may still think, you know what, the injury changed everything. But I think this was truly... I think this was this was I I I don't know. I think I think there's there's truth to this. I think there's some cap, and I think there's some truth to this. Yeah, I still think if you didn't get injured, 
and he would have more control of where people can follow him to, then it would be a different story. Yeah. But since he was injured, he lost leverage. And he's like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll chill with Kyrie. <laughs> That's what my take Could have been. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Rich Kleiman was hyping the Knicks thing up the whole time. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. To, to, to try maybe. to build up 35 ventures, to try to build some clout. Maybe, but do you need to build up that clout for KD even? For the business side of things, for the brand yeah. side. I guess. All right. All right. You know, attaching his name to the Knicks holds a lot more on Madison Ave than attaching it to the bum-ass Nets. Touche. True that. Sorry. I can definitely see Sorry. that. There's some closet Nets fans in here. I know that. I, I know I, I know. Uh, I'm shaking things up a little bit. <laughs> So watch that, th- watch that thumbs down button. <laughs> yeah, because all of a sudden I reply back on somebody's tweet about this, about the interview quote. And I was just like, hey, he's right. You know, it, 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 it's easier to lose on the Nets and nobody cares. You're right. Let's be real. How many people remember when Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett were on the Nets? Nobody cared. Nope. Nobody cared that they accomplished nothing here, right? Yeah. Th- their legacies will never be attached to that, that, that time frame they were in Brooklyn. You don't even remember it. Nope. Well, they was on the Celtics and they retired. That's all I remember. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So it's easy to lose, fly under the radar, not meet expectations, and still live the life that you wanted to live as a New Yorker, as your business tech entrepreneur, blah, 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 and still do your thing. That's what he wanted. Well, good for him. No pressure. Nope. No pressure for him. Or not as much, because there's still going to be pressure because his name still is KD. And... You still haven't won a championship without, you know, help. Without right. the cheat code. So there's still going to be a certain amount of pressure on you anyway. But sure. a, a little less pressure. Oh, yeah. Me. Nowhere near it. Nowhere yeah. near it. Nowhere near it. So it's uh, <laughs> just interesting, man. And then I got all these net fans coming at me in the mentions. I'm like, where did y'all even come from? Y'all don't even <laughs> follow me. Like, ah. these Nets fans get so triggered, man. So triggered. Oh, yeah. So uh, I can't wait. They can't <laughs> wait, man. They they cannot wait. So to Raw Hebrew Remnant in the chat, he said, uh, he said we on the rise, man. He said we on the rise. Nine hundred. We almost had a thousand in the chat, Jay Ellis. All man, right. So to everybody in the chat, man. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let me um let's go to the the last call of the night. Let's go to Vlad. V- Vlad from New York. What's going on, bro? Vlad TV. Uh, is this Vlad TV? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> good, good, bro. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, peace, man. Yo, listen, I'm not the biggest um, Frank fan, yo, but it looks like he's been putting in that work this summer. Um, I hate to say it, man, but I think we got to be patient with the kids. Um, it looks like he's putting in that work, man. So I feel like he could potentially become like a Deontay Murray type of player, but it remains to be seen, man. Other than that, man, piggybacking off of what y'all were talking about before, man, I respect what KD was saying. I feel like uh, he genuinely didn't want to come to the Knicks, man. And I could kind of appreciate that because I don't think he's the polarizing figure enough to carry that at best for being a New York Knicks. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yes. Um, then other than that, man, I think we should go for either Cole Anthony or Obi Toppin. I keep saying that. I um, mean, I'm going to keep saying that, you know, whether it's Blade Penderhues or it's me right here in the, in the chat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yo, that's just how I feel about it, man. But I feel like 
we got to be patient with these kids, man. I feel like Frank is, I, I think he's embraced, you know, the New York City life. And I think right now he's really putting in the work, man. Because I've been watching. I started following a couple of the people that um he's been training with. And he's putting in that work, man. So I think we need to also focus on the players that we got, man. We got DSJ. We still need to raise his value. We still need to raise Frank's value. Because I think the biggest fear that we have as Knicks fans is if these players move on to another team, man, and they flourish, it's going to be like, damn, all we had to do was wait like two more years. Look how long it took for Jamal Murray to be where he's at. A couple That's years fair. ago, I thought this dude was too inconsistent. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so give it time. We'll see what happens, man. But, yo, salute to y'all dudes, man. Keep doing what y'all doing, man. I'll appreciate be here it. watching from a distance, all right? Appreciate it, bro. Right, appreciate, appreciate the call, Vlad. Yo, he's right, Jay Ellis. Um, you know, I don't know where Frank is going to get to. I like that he's putting in work. But overall, it just speaks to how we build this team. Like, you're never going to be able to impact your roster if none of your draft picks are panning out to do anything. And yeah. now we're hearing from Begley's uh, most recent article that um, the team is looking to expand on the development side of the house. And that opposing coaches, opposing teams felt like the Knicks um, staff when it came to development was woefully thin. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that from before that, you know, Fisdale staff was smaller yeah. than any other staff in the NBA. And for a team that was touting development, 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 that was kind of shocking and yeah. disheartening at the same time. We just, I felt like we just wasted years. What <laughs> what teams like Philly and what I'm not Philly, what teams like Toronto and Miami are able to do is they're able to maintain roster flexibility in a couple ways. Number one, they're getting immediate impact from some of their draft picks um, within their rookie contracts. Right. Right. Uh, you're getting those guys developed. And then in the case of Miami, if you need to trade a Richardson or you need to trade a so-and-so and a so-and-so, you can do that and not kill your team. Yeah. So then with the Knicks, it's like, unless it's RJ and Mitch, you're dealing with nothing right now. Yeah, we really haven't developed anybody else. We lack a playing time, like a D-League time. Um, we, really, we really started. I feel like we, we botched a little bit of that. I mean, we've had these veterans there. We're supposed to help them, help them, you know, bring up these young yeah. guys. But we still needed them. A coaching staff, <laughs> an adequate yeah. development coaching staff. Yeah. It, it all ties into it, man. And, and so you, you got to hope that um, we get more value out of these picks, whether it's eight, whether it's 27, whether it's 38, whether it's undrafted. We need some guys in here that we can get into the system, build them up. Some may stick, some may go, but it's going to help you build your team for the future, man. And, and that's how we got to be looking at this thing. Absolutely. Yes, sir, man. Um, let me salute some of the super chats before we get out of here. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Salute to all the mods. Salute to uh, to Dave for man in the phones. Still hovering over a thousand JL. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Salute to Michael Parker. Sends us a five dollar super chat saying salute. Um, Vlad, who just called, he says uh, showing a little love in the chat. Ob Toppin is his Ob- guy. We had a lot of OB talk and a lot of Cole Anthony okay. talk, James. I thought, the, I thought the chat was coming for me for that Cole Anthony pick. But they a couple, were coming, a couple they were came to you. my side. Yeah, a couple came to my aid, man. I, 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 all right, yeah, right Cole Anthony's polarizing me. Yeah, he's very polarizing. Very polarizing. I'm, I'm glad I triggered some people. Um, 
Let's shout out Dan Alsenat for the super chat. He said Cole might be the guy. Worked with non-shooters already, so he'd fit comfy. Uh, I miss the Knicks, SMH. Kaiser Sose 718 says, Ignoring Cole was the only threat at UNC, getting double and triple every game. Vlad with another super chat. He says, If you like what you saw from Kobe White, that's the very worst Cole Anthony could be. We got Kaiser Sose. Uh, another super chat says, Give me Aaron Naismith, the best shooter in the draft. 52% from three. Where will he go? It's a lot of people pegging him in the teens. Boy, hey, bring him on bring him on board. I'll take him. All right. Louis Luck says, in light of the Thunder saying that they aren't attaching assets to Chris Paul, would you guys still want him? And would you be willing and what would you be willing to part with? I'm not trading draft picks for him. So nope. And, nope. I, and, I, and I don't think you're gonna get him without it. Or or without, again, ready players ready to play. Players right. ready to help the Thunder continue to compete. We don't have either of that. Exactly. Somebody, somebody in the chat said earlier. I don't, I don't know who said it. The only CP we acknowledge is in Chris Paul. One of the next fan TV. That's right. That's it. Hit that <laughs> thumbs up on the feed, boys. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, shout out Gartrell Davis. He says nobody think um, Tyrese Maxey's an honorable mention if they trade down. I think we did touch on on, on Maxey. It wasn't an honorable mention picks, but definitely um, wouldn't mind it. Black Prophet, twenty dollars super chat. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Um, Delsky in the chat says, oh, what do you got? I think we talked about Buddy Hill. I'm definitely not down for, for Buddy. Not at that contract. Um, Frank Wilson says, what are we doing with Kenny Wooten? It's a good point. Um, not so sure. Not so yeah. sure. We'll see what happens um, in camp. See what he does in camp. See what Tibbs thinks about him. Alan Berman says, those two Dallas picks, the eight and Knox, might be enough to start a convo with the Kings if we're going to go big game hunting. That said, spacing and getting Randall... <laughs> T-F-O-H Will be more than enough To make me happy So I don't know I think he's I don't know if he's talking About a heel trade Like who's big game Hunting on the Kings Big game Elton I can only think about I guess Heel is the only one Makes sense I don't think I'd trade this For anybody on the Kings Right now Except for for Swiper Right Yeah Give me Bogdan I'll take Bogdan Yeah Oh yeah He says that combo For the Kings Would be for Fox That was the second Super Chat That was the second Fox that would, I would, that's not, that's not happening. Yeah, that's not enough. Um, Chico Fernandez says, You guys are keeping me sane until this draft. You guys do the Lord's work, and Knicks fans, we need the Lord. A lot of Puma and Santeria <laughs> to help us. <laughs> Chico Fernandez. Joshua Small says, uh, If we have the opportunity to bring in a vet more than a shooter, then you need to give up Knox and DSJ to do so. I do it. Helps with the development. For sure, but I think they can get that without making a trade. Um, Raw Hebrew Remnant says, uh, pick for sell. See if Randall will get us another pick, find some shooters. Even if we land Ubre, still draft wings. Hey, you can never have enough depth at the wing. That's certainly what a lot of these teams in the bubble are showing us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis B says, KD took the easy way out. If he doesn't come back 100% in Brooklyn, nobody cares. If he doesn't come back 100% in, in MSG, it's a big problem. That's my opinion, and, and I think he's right. Above the rim says, Jay, I'm with you. 100% KD's talking like a snake. He is all cap. <laughs> People did not want to follow him to the garden. That could be it. I think Kyrie just didn't want him to cover him to the garden, man. Could be exactly. Right. Draft Colin, keep it moving. And Michael Ellis sends us a super chat. So, good show. Great, great show, man. JL, I'm going to kick it over to you and uh, let's let's sign off, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know, Definitely check out the KOT show on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. 
and all that jazz. Um, haven't had a new episode this week, but new one will be coming next week. So definitely check out the new episode pending. And also uh, check out the merch at thetimeshow.com if you want to get some merch. And you can also check out the blogs on thetimeshow.com. Shout out to something new coming from my guy, Fritz. Should be dropping real soon. Also follow me on all social media at the KO2 Show on Twitter and the Naked Time Show on Instagram, also on Facebook. That is all. Back to you, CC. Yes, sir. Great show as usual, my dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, so to everybody for tuning in, man. Great show. We didn't ex- we didn't expect a thousand people watch. Yeah, there's a lot of people here. A lot of people, Random man. Show. A lot of people, man. But this is number one show for the fans, JLs. And so with that being said, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Share these videos. And uh, leave a comment, man. Tear up our big board. What is your big board? Leave us your top five big board and honorable mention in the video on demand or also in the chat. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anything you could think of in podcast format. We are everywhere. Content kings. S. Holden, appreciate it. Rome, appreciate it. John Talento, definitely appreciate it. Michael mm-hmm. Ellis, is, it, is that your family? You're related to Michael I got Ellis? more cuz. What yeah, up? Man. I got, I got, got more win, cuz. We got, got Winston, Winston Ellis. We got Michael, Michael Ellis. Let's go. Let's El- go. Ellis family is Ellis heavy in The Ellis family is heavy Bro. in hand. Uh, Reggie Jones, appreciate it. The Shells, appreciate it. Shells heavy, definitely appreciate it, man. Yeah, appreciate everybody, man. We're going back into another weekend, man. So enjoy exactly. it. Be safe. Be happy. Be healthy. Uh, who you want to shout out to, Ellis? Yeah, Alan Lewis, job 354. Uh, React, <laughs> react, black, black man. <laughs> 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 yeah, you gotta love the names. You gotta love the names. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. John Talento, Chat Hopkins, Chat Smooth, well. Cameron Goldberg, and and Rod Love. Shout out to you guys as well, man. Yes, sir. Yes, we out of here, people, man. We catch up with you again this week, and have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe. Be safe. Check you guys next time. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.